everyone. Welcome to episode 96 of the Scouting Pancake Podcast. I'm Jason Ackerman. And I'm Yvonne Ackerman. And I'm Chef Craig Barber. Oh. Chef Craig Barber in the house. It sounds like, I really, it just has a ring to it. It really sounds great. (laughs) Yeah. It's a very impressive name. So Chef Craig Barber is from Roots fame. You weren't supposed to say that. So, yeah, I'm saying it. Okay. It's a little early, but that's all right. Yeah. (laughs) Did I jump the gun? (laughs) Yeah, you jumped the gun. All right, you can turn off the podcast now. Yeah, no. <laughs> sorry. sorry. We were we... supposed to make you wait for it. I'm bad at teasing. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone in Charlotte knows and loves Roots. The Charlotte staple, really. Yeah, Charlotte staple. That's good. That's good to hear. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so what? how did you get started in the chefing game? It's, we'll, t- we'll take it way back. Yeah, let's, uh, no, no. How do you get into food? How do you get into food? I think I got into food... Just from, really, it was Sundays. My dad would cook dinner on Sundays, so he's like tasked with cooking dinner on Sundays. So, you guys are mentioning that you guys are getting old. So am I. Really. And <laughs> when we would cook dinner on Sundays, my dad would clip recipes out of the newspaper, which is that. What's that? It's like black and white <laughs> paper, and it gets ink on your hands. Hmm. It come in the mailbox. <laughs> this all sounds very I'm going to have to do a lot of Googling after this podcast. <laughs> um, this should be super cool, because everything from the 90s is coming back, right? So Yeah, yeah the food maybe section. Maybe newspapers will come back. Yeah, maybe newspaper. newspapers will come back. Yeah. The food section was always know. the best part of the newspaper, though. So you clip recipes out, and then we'd go to the store, get the stuff, and then he would have me help him make dinner on Sundays, generally. Um, so that's kind of how I got into it and enjoyed it. And then, um, after that, I kind of fell into cooking on accident, quote unquote, professionally, (laughs) because I was a server. I was at university of Maryland, uh, go Terps, going to engineer, go Terps, fear the turtle. (laughs) Yeah. I almost went to university of Maryland because of the mascot. Um, well, okay. So I really liked Maryland because when Juan Ditson was there, I won like an office pool, my dad's office pool, and I won like 200 bucks, and I was like 14. <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah, this is like the best pool of all time. Plus, you, <laughs> plus your mascot was a turtle. Um, I know who Juan awesome. Dixon is because of the Real Housewives. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Another fun the fact only... about Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you can chime in here on the yeah, sports. And I visit the campus. It's an awesome campus, like really close to DC. Mm-hmm. It's enormous. Um, are you from there? Yeah, I'm originally from Mount Airy, Maryland, which is like about 40 minutes west of DC. So re- that's a really cool area of the Lots country. Lots of good to grow food up. there too. And DC is yeah, DC is awesome. All right, so, so you're sorry, at enough about me. You're no at way. school and you fall, you trip and you Go fall turf, into though. chefing. <laughs> yeah, so. I was, I was serving at a really crappy, like, dive seafood bar restaurant. And one time during, like, server opening shift meeting, the chef comes out and into our shift meeting is like, does anybody know how to cook? And <laughs> I was like, this doesn't. I, mean, <laughs> I can. And he's like, okay, you're, all my cooks just walked out. You're cooking tonight. Oh, my and gosh. And I was like, oh. Oh, like that. You're like, <laughs> you I shouldn't have raised my hand for this. <laughs> you need me to cook all night long. So I went back there and threw an apron on and worked on the line with them with ever, without ever cooking any of the food that was on the menu, seeing a bunch of it, but uh, worked on the line and then just never left it ever. And then transferred from University of Maryland down to Johnson & Wales in 2005. Yeah, 2005. And When uh, did Johnson & Wales open in Charlotte? 2005. So you were the wow. first class. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. came here for that then. Yeah. That was why you picked Charlotte. That's yeah. awesome. I originally applied to the Charleston campus and then I found out that was closing. <laughs> and they're like, we have this other one in Charlotte though. And I was like, is that, Virgi- is that Virginia, South Carolina, <laughs> yeah. North Carolina? Where is that? And then. You're like, uh, I want to go to Charleston. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds really fun. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah. And then, uh, I came down to Charlotte, visited and I was like, man, this place looks brand new. Like this whole city looks brand new. Um, so I decided to come down here and then stayed. The rest is history, pretty much. Okay, on that first night when you were a line cook, like how bad was the food? Um, I don't think it was any worse than it already was. <laughs> we're just saying something for the cooks that were already And there. nobody got sick. <laughs> nobody got sick. Being a dive seafood restaurant, there's a lot of like 
Yeah, that goes in the fryer. Yeah, that does too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that does too. Yeah, that does too. <laughs> and then it all tastes great. <laughs> Honestly, the if you describe yourself as a dive seafood restaurant, that's like a stay away. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the bottom of a Best Western to boot. Like oh, wow. Oh, so you could get like a 15-minute room and then like, hey, babe. Well, I think you still had to get it for the whole day. I mean, it's a respectable place. Just yeah. <laughs> but At least the hour, not the minute, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 15 minutes is a long time, I think. <laughs> so was your dad so proud of you for going to, you know, to become a chef? And did he feel like you were carrying on his cooking on Sunday night legacy? Um, he was he was super supportive of me originally becoming an engineer. And then he was also <laughs> outwardly just as supportive of me becoming a chef uh, as well. So uh, there was inner turmoil and panic, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. sure. <laughs> I'm sure he's like, oh, you're going to leave a state school. With a job where you get holidays off <laughs> and weekends off and a good paying job for a private school out of state where you're going to work weekends, holidays, and probably work your ass off for no money. Yeah, sounds, that was an interesting choice you made. Great. When you put it that way, <laughs> you're like, yeah, I want to bust my ass. Is your dad Jewish too? <laughs> so that's what my dad would have said. Yeah. Like, you're going to do what? <laughs> nah. Yeah, my dad's a, he owns his own business. Also up in Rockville, Maryland, um, and that business has been around for sixty, I think, six, um, close to sixty years now. It was my grandfather's business, now my dad's business, and they rebuilt engines for a living. So that was the that was the path I was originally going to take with the engineering degrees, go and yeah, just carry on the family business. And then he was like, mm, I think this is, this business probably isn't going to last that much longer. And now oh, it's, so it's now part, it's, and now it's still going. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> so he was basically like, don't come work here. Yeah, he's like, don't come work here. It's going to be too hard. It's going to be a heck of a lot of work for not a lot of money. And then when I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a chef, he's like, uh, not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that. He's like, I said too much. <laughs> so what was your experience like at Johnson & Wales? Um, it was good. We It's it's totally different going from, from University of Maryland to Johnson & Wales. You're going from a huge campus with all kinds of culture and crazy amounts of academia to uh johnson wales which is one building on like four floors and it's not even like totally finished yet and it's more of a career school than anything else it's not like a research campus or anything like that so uh i'm glad that i got both the small school johnson wales um experience was nice because definitely made like lifelong friends there and um everybody that i graduated with is now kind of like moved up in the restaurant industry so now we're all like executive chef or owner level people around charlotte which is kind of cool so many people i mean it seems like who else was in your class chefs here we've like talked Um, to and the executive chefs uh well uh one guy who was the he used to be the chef de cuisine uh husk uh his name's nate and now he is uh gone off um, and started his own thing. Uh, the executive chefs over at Best Impressions Catering. I was roommates with them for like four years and still friends with them. Um, got chef friends all over the city. Actually went to school with Larkin Eggleston, uh, the city council member. Hmm. Um, yeah, there's, there's tons of us kind of sprinkled around at different levels. Yeah, it's pretty cool because it's like now we're starting to see like the fruits of the Johnson and Wales like tree. Yeah, it's kind of like really influenced Charlotte. Yeah, I think it's actually taken taken a while for yeah. it actually to to me it's taken a while for it to make a difference with the combination of chefs getting older and more experienced that have been here for a while and money coming in and opening restaurants up like that's a perfect combination because then you have experience and money to back it. So what's the What's the biggest change you've seen from Charlotte? Or just talk about some, maybe not the biggest, but some of your changes from when you first got here and everything looked brand new. Still kind of looks brand new. Oh, uh, yeah. They're still, yeah, they're still ripping down old shit and putting new shit up. So it's like, <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. Any, any place that doesn't look brand new, they're like, hang on, we'll fix it. Yeah. <laughs> Make it shiny. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, the biggest change is just, I mean, I've been here since, yeah, I guess 2000. 
2006 is really when I moved down here, moved down here. So I've been down here for almost 13 years and just... And like downtown Johnson, like when you came, there was nothing, there was nothing there. happening. No, there was nothing, nothing over there at all. And really like that area, it's, it's still like slower yeah. to grow than the rest of the area. I mean, South Boulevard's a crazy anomaly where it's just all of a sudden... Yeah crazy amounts of apartments and everything are going up i'm interested to see if they can fill all of the retail spaces in the bottom of those things because they're going to be asking astronomical rents that nobody nobody who has a restaurant like no local companies are going to even try to afford that it's going to be nuts you mean right under Johnson and Wales? Like no, under all those apartments on South Boulevard. Oh, like, like where Atherton okay. is, like gotcha. where all the yeah, and like things under are. Um, that one corner across from Good Bottle and Metabolic and that jewelry store. Yeah, know, some Long Animal Hospital. Yeah. yeah, that corner right there. Like, I. It's been available for a while. Oh yeah, I think it's going <laughs> to remain available until like some sort 40, of four thousand two square feet. Four thousand and two. I mean, yeah. what if you get them to shave off the two? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I take off a couple dollars if we shave off the two. Yeah, you're right. I wonder if it'll be you know chains that go in there. That would be really sad. It'll be sad, but I mean, there's almost no choice. Even over by Roots Cafe, um, like the Noodles and Company left. I think that was due to like lease being up and rents going up and stuff like that. So, we're I'm seeing it. All over the place. Duckworths on Park Road. They just yeah. closed down. I saw that. Ten, our theory, like mine and my buddy, who's the, my real estate agent's theory is, all right, they opened in 2009, most likely a 10-year lease. It's 2019. Yeah. Mm. They probably tripled the rent. Yeah. Landlords are like, hey, we want way more. And they were like, mm, no. <laughs> no. It's not worth it. And that yeah. uptown location is yeah. killing it, too. So Yeah. We've been, we've been searching for... We've been searching for space for our catering kitchen. We've been searching for space for possibly another cafe, for venue space, oh. for, for whatever we feel like. Like a, If we find a space and it would make sense not to have, like whatever space looks like it should have in it, that's what we're going to try to open. But rents are just so crazy right now. Crazy, crazy, crazy. You guys are in a pretty good spot right now, though. How, yeah, how did that come about? Uh, so I take my dogs to the vet that's next door. To Long Animal Hospital? No, no not no, Long. There's one uh, down. South End Veterinary Clinic. Okay. It's like, we like share a wall with them. What type of dogs oh, do you yeah, have? Yeah. Uh, two mutts. One is, she looks like, she's like a hound, beagle, boxer, something oh. mix. All kinds of like dark browns and blacks and whites. We love a beagle mix. We have one. They're crazy. She's a, she's nuts. She's like <laughs> she's a, like a dog dog. She'll yeah, they are. Like they dig anything, yeah. dig. She's disgusting Very curious. all the yeah. time. <laughs> and then we have like a a whippet terrier mix oh. is about the same size. She looks like a furry miniaturized greyhound. So lots of hair, like long hair? Yeah, like oh. long hair. Um and she is laziest dog <laughs> that I've ever seen. So those two together. <laughs> so those two together, one just annoys the other, annoys the shit out of the other one all day long. So, so you were taking your dogs to the vet. Taking my dogs to the vet, and um, I saw the avail. Like, I took my dog to the vet in the morning, and I'd drop her off. She's getting teeth cleaning, so I have to put them down, whatever. Oh, God. Then, Say goodbye to a thousand Yeah, exactly. Right? For sure. <laughs> and then I go back to pick her up, and there was an available sign in uh, where it used to be Cluck and Cup. Yeah. So there's oh, an available yeah. sign there, and I was like, holy shit, that's a perfect spot. So called, got the rent number, and I was like, I can probably afford it. <laughs> and then... <laughs> so before, were you just in the truck, or like where were you? We were just doing catering. So 2015, okay. we sold, sold off the food trucks and stopped doing the food trucks. Okay. And just went catering. Well, let's um, let's go back in time because we're going all over the place. So you graduate from, yeah. Oh God, oh. <laughs> where are we? Oh, we're back in time. Okay. Uh, so you graduate from Johnson Wales in two thousand eight. Yep. And so, what do you do once you graduate Johnson Wales? Uh, then I was the uh, sous chef and assistant food and beverage manager at Carmel Country Club. Did that for nice. like three and a half years, and then opened a company then he started getting into like local food and that was i started to get passionate about local food and um met some farmers and 
started to get stuff from them for the country club and then decided to open my own business, getting food from local farms and then uh, distributing that list to like chefs around the city. But that was way before, not way before, just a little bit before local food was like a cool thing. So they would get, they would like get one thing and then the next week they'd be like, yeah, it's too expensive. (laughs) (laughs) So that business lasted about a year and a half. So you were um, just before your times, because now that's like, yeah, now it's like standard. Yeah, you got you got you got to have like at least two locally sourced menu, which I'm totally fine with. When a trend becomes like a standard thing, that's a good thing. Like that's awesome. So after that, that's when I opened the. Once I well, I stopped doing that, and then um, uh, went back to work for the country club for just a little bit, and got a call from. Uh, Bruce Moffitt to uh, work with them for a little while. So I worked with them over at Barrington's while while Good Food was being opened. Um, I was there for about eight, eight months or so, and then uh, Good Food was open, and then I went off and uh, did my own thing with the food truck. So got the food truck, bought a trailer, parked it in my driveway, started outfitting it with food service equipment, um, Got the health inspectors to come check it out and approve it. This, So we were talking earlier about how being one of the first food trucks in Charlotte, when we were outfitting the food truck, the health the health department was like, I don't know if the, you're allowed to do this or not, like with the different pieces of equipment I had in there. And I was like, well, do you have like, there's no regulations. So I just know that I have to have like a commercial sink, commercial refrigerator, some commercial heating equipment. And he was like, uh, I mean, I guess so. He's like, this actually works pretty good. I'm going to take pictures of it so we can start writing a procedure for <laughs> when other food trucks want to get permitted in the city. And I was like, cool. So we're just, we're just, we're writing, cool, right? We're just writing the rules here. Yeah. You're that we're much making of a it up. pioneer in the Charlotte food yeah, scene. That's making it up as we go. Scene. So you, so you were saying that when you opened your food truck, there were only two other food trucks in I the think, whole city. I think us and Roaming Fork either opened on the same day or just like days apart from each other. And then the only other one that was really around was um, Harvest Moon Grill, and they were, the, they were the first original food truck. So how did you decide you were going to do a food truck? Like what made you think this was a good idea? Um, mostly the fact that I didn't have any money. <laughs> because food trucks, if you do it right, you can do it on the cheap. Um, you don't need as many people. You don't need as many people. I was just, for the first year and a half, it was just me on the food truck. And somebody would meet me downtown, take orders, take the money. And then I'd go back to the kitchen, clean it all up, prep for the next day, do it all again. Um, but the freedom to just create whatever menu I felt like doing and the fact that there wasn't many food trucks in Charlotte yet and I knew that there was food trucks in LA and Portland and DC and and the scene was big in those cities and I was like it, it's only a matter of time before it gets here. This was so. before Food Truck Friday I'm guessing right? Yeah, Food Truck Friday started... Well, he was Food Truck Friday because he was only Food Truck. Yeah. <laughs> so wherever he was... was yeah, wherever I was, was, Friday, wherever I was on Fridays, <laughs> yeah. that was it. <laughs> so we... I think the the first Food Truck Friday, the one that was over in South End by Common Market, that one started, I want to say, about a year or more after our food truck opened. Did you guys park there? Oh, yeah. On Fridays? Yeah. Yeah, we started to, and then, <laughs> then we were like this sucks. So we stopped doing that. Just because it was so crowded? You'd have a line of like, you'd have a line of like 50 people. The lines were insane. (laughs) And then you would look at the food you had and you're like, I don't have food for this. I don't have food for this. You don't even have enough food. Yeah. So you're just waiting and sweating and waiting and just like counting people in the line. You're just hoping people like drop out of the line. (laughs) Yeah. And then you're like, then you get to like 20 people left in the line and then we'd have to tell our like service staff to go out to those 20 people and be like, yeah, sorry, we're not going to have food. I know you just waited a fucking hour and a half oh for nothing. Gosh. Go get another line. And then it was always like whatever line was the shortest, that was the line that 
maybe people didn't really, they wanted other food other than that food. Yeah. And yes. then everybody who was at the end of the other lines all ended up having to just eat that food anyways. So I totally remember that when I would go and you look around and I always feel so bad about the trucks that didn't have a long line, but then you like, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, you just like, do I want to wait or do I want the one that everyone else is waiting for? What's so good at the end of that line? Right, for sure. <laughs> and what if I don't have a seat once I'm done when I have my food, there's nowhere to sit on the lawn God, and I'll yeah. eat it standing yeah. up. <laughs> Get to we, sit down. We hated doing that to people. So I was like, all right, we're, we'll, we'll do something different. So then we started going to Sycamore mm. on Friday nights with our food truck instead of Food Truck Friday. And then they moved Food Truck Friday to Sycamore. And then we were like, all right. That was Stop like, following that me. That was like close to when we were ready to sell the food trucks anyway. And we're like, all right, we're just going to cash this thing out. And that's when you bought the, got the space. And that's when you went straight to catering. Yeah, that's when we just okay. transitioned fully into catering. So where was that? Where's your catering space? Or is it's, it the same? It's right off of Clanton Road. Okay. Clanton Road in the South End Business Park. Okay, and you guys do a, a lot, like weddings. All, yeah, we all, do. All kinds of, like, people's funerals, weddings, we know. Lots yeah. of funerals. <laughs> Mostly <Man>. funerals. <laughs> I don't know how to get into that game, but I think it would probably be lucrative. Yeah, because yeah. it's actually very good because, like, the person's died. They probably have money. Like, people are yeah, going to spend Maybe you can just there. spend their money. Yeah, exactly. On the catering. Uh, you and know how much funerals are expensive. They're, like, know? between ten dollars and $20,000 each get a little catering. I'm just saying, throwing it out there. I mean, I haven't worked out the business plan in my head, but <laughs> that's what people want to do when there's a death. They're you know, like, in old school, you. have you seen old school? Yeah. And he's like, uh, no, it's wedding crashers. Wedding oh crashers yeah, that's right. That's right. That's he's right. He's like the, the best place to pick up women is the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we met actually. Yeah. He was a funeral crasher. It was Yvonne's first husband's funeral. I killed I him. I just showed up. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, your time's coming. She's the one. <laughs> So yeah. how was so how was just the straight catering? Like, what made you want to open up the brick and mortar shop in South End? Like, how? Uh, so the the catering came about because we started getting requests for catering weddings and just catering random things with the food truck, and we were like, wait a minute, we get paid in advance for this, and it doesn't matter if it rains, it doesn't matter like. We're going to get paid as long as we show up and give them food, no And you can think what. about it. It's not like the food. You know, it's like a little right. bit more calm than the food yeah, truck. Yeah, we know exactly how much we're going to sell. Yeah, right. Like, we, we were just like, hang on, this is way better. So we started uh, focusing on booking more and more and more catered things and kind of dropping our food truck schedule off, 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 and then just stopped going anywhere. Um, and then once we got rid of the – well, once we started catering – and not having the food trucks go out, we actually noticed that people kind of expected our catering to be lower end and or cheaper because it had that kind of like food truck Mm. stigma to it. So then we spent about a year trying to erase everything about the food truck like off of the internet and uh, get it out of our image, off our website, from social media, everything. Um, and then we pitched everybody, pitched everybody as a catering company and then it sort of started to work and take on its own brand and identity from there. And you have some venues that like, cause it's usually this way with catering, right? Like a venue, you have to go with like their selection, right? So that way you have kind of a, like a locked in audience, right? Is that- yeah, we have, uh, we are part of the all inclusive package for sea park mansion down in gastonia um we're we're on a lot of uh we're on most of the uh preferred caterers lists around town Uh, that's how that's how most of the venues do it they're like here choose from these four or five people um and then uh we're actually in the process of i've partnered with another couple and we're opening a business to open uh venues around the city and so we have we have two that we're managing right now. One we're managing is uh, Rural Hill up in Huntersville. Oh, my gosh. I love it there. Yeah, it's a pretty awesome spot. Because <laughs> it's where they have the, the maze, right? Yep, corn maze Oh, my fall. gosh. I'm so oh into God. that place. <laughs> I <laughs> make Jason me go. made me maze twice. <laughs> and it's like us and like a bunch of four-year-old kids running around. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I don't but know if I'm legally allowed here. And you're like, wait, that one looks smart. Follow that one. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. It's like, get me out of here. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to take How the hell do we get out of here? <laughs> they use the, is there like a, 
it's like a barn or like sort of a they have like a large space there. Yeah, right? they call it the cultural center. So okay. that's the space we're managing. They're still going to do all so their cool. own events. Um, we have a space up in Lincolnton called Circle M Farms. Um, it used to be a horse training facility. And they have a huge barn and like this old country farmhouse that we are uh, taking over. So smart because everyone wants a farm wedding now. And also there just aren't that many venues in Charlotte. No, not really. So the other one is in Charlotte in South End. Uh, it's attached to the Elder Gallery across from Wooden Robot. Oh, wow. Um, Great location. Yeah, that one's like four, I think just that space that we have is a little over 4,000 square feet. We can do, um, we can do a few hundred people. That's in gonna, there at one time, so oh, that wow. one—that's what people want. That one's going to be people, awesome, right? A lot of venues can do like fifty to hundred, but you need, like yeah, that yeah, we'll be able to do three hundred. That one's going to open in September, and once it's fully, fully open, we'll be able to do massive amounts of people there. And so what's that, that one's going to be fun. Or going to be called? Uh, it's going to be called the Collector's Room. Nice. Oh, tell your friends mm-hmm. we should get married again. No, <laughs> can't afford. <laughs> Absolutely it. not. No. <laughs> I mean, can I, really do it right this time. Uh, yeah, we, with different people. We can. <laughs> yeah, we we'll have to win the lottery. <laughs> well, that's super smart. Yeah, so you're going to take this catering thing to another level. Just do it. You probably should like sell wedding dresses. It's, you know what I mean? Be full service. We always try to think of like what other piece of the pie can, right. we, can we successfully do? <laughs> and I was like, man, we could do rentals. We could do. I was yeah. like, what about wedding financing? And then yeah. what about photography? I mean, we all have iPhones and yeah, cell phones. Yeah, sure. And like, We're so. all amateur photographers. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us at this table. <laughs> okay, how'd you come up with the name Roots? Um, so the reason that it's called Roots or why I came up with Roots, we tried to just find a word that was tied to local food. When the food truck originally opened, I changed the menu every single day and I went super extreme with local food. I was like, using only local, for like the fat for cooking, I would only use local butter. Uh, I got salt wow. from Virginia. Like I was crazy, crazy about it. And I'd only use local food, um, which made it really hard and didn't make any money doing that. Um, so I wanted a, a name that would kind of match the concept. And that's where that's where the name Roots uh, kind of came from and um, stuck, so... So when did you open the South End location? So uh, now we're back to the we're, back, we're, to we're back into present, the present day. Now. Yes, yeah, present day. Which ironically, the South End location is just like a block and a half from the house that I built the food truck in the driveway of. I think it's oh, one of the wow. only houses in Dilworth that's still like a shitty little house. They're gonna tear it down soon. <laughs> I, I mean, they probably should. There was like holes straight through into the crawl space when I was there, and that was God. That was like eight years ago that's where it all began though yeah. how funny like yeah. right down the road wow. so yeah the cafe opened two years ago okay and we were in recently and the blt changed my life changed my life <laughs> it was like it gave me strength what did it give you <laughs> <laughs> i was so hungry and it was just oh it was perfect it's big but you can still eat it and this, all of it. The sourdough is so tangy. Where do you guys you guys make the... I think I asked this. I can't remember now. Where was the bread from? Uh, the sourdough is from God, Golden Grains. They're a local... Oh. They're a bigger bakery in town, but they're a local bakery. Oh. They only... You'll never find anything on the shelves that they have. They only do like business to business Yeah, I've never stuff. heard of them. Yeah. Very good bread. Um, and just the ingredients were all top notch. Duke's mayo, I'm sure, right? Was it Duke's? <laughs> Probably <laughs> it? so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we definitely get Duke's... Mayo is one of the most disgusting things when you see it in a five oh, I, I hate mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah, he won't eat it. Well, I used to, I, like, I used to not eat <sighs> it, and I definitely had a visceral reaction to it. But I had a moment, like, it's just, I'm like, it's basically, it's just a, it's a good fat. It's a friendly fat. That's right. <laughs> sometimes you want butter, sometimes you want mayo. I like, dip my fries. Is in it like mayo Casper now. the Friendly Ghost? Yeah, it's a friendly <laughs> fat. But yeah, you don't want to see like a large quantity of it for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but I loved it. It was so good. And your avocado toast, I know, did yes. it win a Bob Award? Was it? The, the fall version won a Bob Award, yeah. Oh, we didn't had, have the fall. Okay, so what? That had beets and butternut squash. Nice. Um, and then caramelized back. onions and uh, oh, wow. and avocado on it. It was a very high class avocado toast. Yeah, so we must have had the spring, I got the pastrami summer. sandwich. Yeah. I love on. pastrami. <laughs> 
I was talking about the avocado toast, though. So it had like radishes. Was oh, that the sorry. spring version or the summer version? Yeah, spring version? version's got um, spring slash summer version, radishes, uh, snow peas, a little bit of lemon, um, some microgreens. Yeah, it was very So good. bright and fresh and really fantastic. A good dirty chai, not too sweet. Really liked everything that we had. Yeah. And it was crowded too. You guys were, you guys must do well at that location, I'm sure. We do, weekends are really good there. Yeah. Uh, I would say like Friday, Fridays actually are, are great. For some reason, people love to brunch on Fridays, which I'm totally fine people with. People are leaving work. Yep. <laughs> they find an excuse to have like a lunch meeting or yeah. a brunch meeting there and it just kind of lasts until three. That's awesome. And you guys um, have beer and wine? Yeah, we do have there? beer and wine yeah. there. Um, since we changed our hours to just being open, from seven to three, we sell a lot less beer and wine, but we're going to run a campaign to try to encourage people drink. to drink during the day. At 7 a.m. Yeah. Good morning. It's better. <laughs> You're having a work meeting at Roots Cafe. Maybe we'll start putting wine as juice on your receipt. I don't know. Yeah. We don't have to tell the <laughs> boss. No, you know, the, the higher ups don't need to know what's in your cup. <laughs> Roots Cafe. We'll put anything on your receipt. <laughs> <laughs> Just... You feel free. And you guys have <laughs> Updog Kombucha, right? Yeah, we do. A friend of the pod, Olivia Wolf. Yeah, so that's exciting. Yeah, there's, I, I think their kombucha is the best. I love it. And also a great local. I mean, there aren't, you know, there's, there's only a couple. So it's a great local option. So Okay, so if you, if some of our listeners have never been to Roots, which <laughs> probably, I mean, we only have two listeners. It's us, so... <laughs> What what we've do you been. recommend? <laughs> yeah, we've been. <laughs> what do you uh, recommend people to get if it's their first time at Roots? Uh, if it's their first time, definitely either the BLT or the BELT, which is a BLT with an egg on it. Um, the pastrami sandwich is super good. Yes, uh, the read the breakfast pastrami pastrami sandwich is also really good. We Did basically you have put the breakfast one. We basically put more cheese on it. Oh, oh. and then an egg. Jason, you should have gotten that one. <laughs> Come on. What am I doing? God, I don't know. I'm questioning back. everything, really. <laughs> and you can get the breakfast menu and the lunch menu the whole time from 7 to 3? Yeah. Why did awesome. I not get that? You can get everything 7 to 3. The chicken know. sandwich is super good. Um, Fried? No, it is a grilled chicken sandwich with uh, honey Dijon, bacon, and provolone cheese. Um, if you're from anywhere, let's see... I think it, maybe they're just in southern or northern Virginia, Maryland, Pennsylvania, but have you ever been to Roy Rogers? Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, of course. Yes. Sweet. <laughs> I haven't thought about that in a long time. So <laughs> I used to go there all the, the time, um, and my favorite is Gold Rush Chicken Sandwich. Oh, my god. And gosh. I was like, if I'm going to have my own restaurant, I'm going to put a Gold Rush Chicken Sandwich <laughs> on the menu. <laughs> I love it. Well, what does your wife get? We were talking about your wife. She gets the show. chicken sandwich almost okay. every time you see it's chicken sandwich or the breakfast burrito the breakfast burrito is really really good too i feel like i see a lot of people with the breakfast burrito yeah when we're there it's, ma- it's enormous yeah and you guys do a huevos rancheros yeah we do huevos yep. rancheros right now we do a huevos rancheros that's one of those things that changes it used to be breakfast tacos now it's huevos rancheros um which sells really well uh, a couple of pieces uh, or a couple of fried tortillas and mm. a bunch of barbacoa a bunch of cheese some eggs, uh, bell peppers, onions, potatoes. It's really good. That sounds fabulous. So what's the, what's the best thing and the hardest thing about being a Charlotte restaurant owner? I think the, the best thing is when you get that group of regulars and people who like really support you and they're, they're, they're going to always support you. It's really great to have, uh, those regulars that you can walk in and see on any random given day. Um, cause they're the ones that really support you and pay the bills. Um, and then the hardest thing is Charlotte consumers are idiots. Can't blame them for it, but they're like schools of fish. And as soon as okay. something shiny, shiny happens, new. yeah, go over like there, stand gone. in the longest line at yep. New Truck and Friday. And then they're gone and then they're gone and then they're gone and they're gone. And so, uh, with how fast Charlotte is growing and the amount of new great things that open up all the time, it's it's hard to stay relevant. I mean, you can open the most badass restaurant in Charlotte and be forgotten about in a month because there'll be another one just as yeah. badass opening. 
It's definitely getting worse. I mean, I've noticed that a lot. There's so many new places opening. And, yeah, there's just, like, even when we try to think of places to go out, we almost have, like, you know, like, decision paralysis. Right. There's so <laughs> many decisions that there's nowhere to go. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. Let's just stay home. Yeah. We don't ever stay home, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. We'll go to Chipotle. <laughs> Huge challenge is staffing right now. And when I talk to other okay. chefs around the city, like, there's so many places opening, there's not enough people to cook. Like, there's not enough quality cooks or servers in the city to make things happen. And also the fact that the economy is super good and you don't have to have a serving job yeah, makes it tough too. And the, they're probably demanding higher wages since they can have their pick, right? Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. It's in from when we first opened till now, it's ridiculous what people get paid to, to how it started. Like, do random small things. And you okay, guys have, here's my solution yeah. for that. You have to have 12 kids, all in, <laughs> like really close in age. Like, this is a long-term and just, plan. And then just wait it out. Yeah. <laughs> they have to be, I guess they have to be at least like, what, what would we say, three before they can start working? Yeah, three and a half, yeah. four. Yeah, so. It's fair. As long as they carry a tray. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get them in there. Use a spatula. You, you can pay them, you only pay them $6,000 a year to do their Roth IRAs. Well, you, so. can't, you can't actually pay them until they're 15, so. Uh, no, 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 you can if they're your family. Oh, you can if they're oh, yeah. your family. And you don't have to pay Social Security tax if oh you're gosh. a... Uh, <laughs> this is your plan for having yeah. children. I can already tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a CPA, so... <laughs> I know the loopholes. Yeah, our kids will be working real early yeah. for sure. <laughs> just, we'll just keep having them and putting them to work. <laughs> they could run social media. They'll probably be able to do it better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At like two with yeah. like an iPad. Like, give me that. <laughs> it's like, you have one million followers now, Mommy. <laughs> you're welcome. Okay, so what's what's... Nets on the horizon. Well, I mean, you already kind of talked about your yeah the wedding venue wedding venue idea, stuff, which is brilliant. Yeah, we're getting the venues open. Um, once we get the venues open, well, in while while we're doing that, we're looking to get a new. We need a new catering space. We've outgrown the one that we're in, um, so we're looking for we're looking for a building somewhere near uptown, just as close as we are right now. Um, to hopefully purchase and get into and uh, outfit it and have a, a nice new, st- probably not state-of-the-art, and who am I kidding, I want to buy used equipment. But <laughs> <laughs> so are you, are you going to have, is it just going to be catering or are you going to have a little restaurant there too? It depends on what, it depends on where we get the space. So we've been looking, we've been looking like a lot in this area, but on the other side, not towards like Freedom Drive and all that stuff, all that, everything West, west of here is just going crazy already. Yeah. Um, didn't Noble Smoke just open? Yeah. yeah. La- last night or Friday. the night before? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did Soft it? opening. Yeah. Cut, are you a food blogger? What's I happening? I knew it was opening, but I didn't know it was Friday. I guess. <laughs> wow. It's Do happening. you even have Instagram? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. I think he's like kind of pioneering this area for, for like that type of food. So it'd be interesting to see like what else comes over here. Maybe it'll be Roots. Maybe so. The, there's a bunch of buildings that are uh, are now owned by like big development companies, so um, something will be over here in every single one of them very very yeah. soon. Um, so it'll be it'll be cool to see what this side of town also. When I was looking for spots for the cafe or, or for a spot originally, I was looking at a topographical map of uh, Charlotte because I was like, I want to find a spot where we'll always have a view of the city. Mm. And over here is like one of the highest yeah. points in the city. Really nice views of the city. Over here and then like over by Johnson C. Smith, the yeah, five yeah, points yeah. area, that that area is going to get huge. Yeah. And as soon as all that construction's done, like around 77 and um, Trade Street, that whole... That whole area is just going to blow up. Yeah, my favorite view actually is when you come out of this Huda and you take a left, like go back to the city mm-hmm. and look right there. That's Does it get better than that? I don't think so. Yeah, you're very business-minded too. I feel like you're like you're really thinking about it. You know, you're obviously you love to cook, but you're, <laughs> you know, it's like you know what to do. <laughs> that, I definitely like a... Well, his dad ran a business. Yeah, he is running his business. He's like a... He's a a two-person shop, and he's like never. He grew up. He grew to like a three-person shop one time, but now it's still, and he's like, mm, that's too much. Yeah. So, now <laughs> Keep it lean. And, yeah, just him <laughs> and another guy. Still, every day, just knocking out, cranking out motors. That's awesome. Okay, so when you're not at Roots, eating, 
where else are you going around town that you mm. like to go to? Mm. I like I like going to all of Bruce Moffat's restaurants. Um, specifically, good food. We like to go there. It's close to our house and it's delicious. Um, and then I really like to just go and. What do you think about NC Red? I actually we tried to go there, and that was the night that like all of Plaza Midwood lost power. Oh. So we just uh. ended up drinking like 100 beers at Legion. <laughs> <laughs> One day. <laughs> that, was, that was an estimate of beers. He didn't actually do 100. <laughs> Give or take. <laughs> so, Jesus listens to this podcast, so we have to you know, <laughs> make sure you're good. So we, uh, we like to just go and try stuff at, like go to a place, get the feel of it, have a couple cocktails, have a couple appetizers, and then bounce to another location. So. Oh, you like to do like a couple in one night. Like, yeah. I like that. That's what he does with I Larry. like to do that too. <laughs> I like to do like, yeah, almost dinner. do like a tour and like, yeah, I'm going to have appetizers here, entree here, dessert here, blah, blah, blah. Full dinner is such a commitment. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. This way. I get okay. To so what's the last one you did? Uh, last one that we went to. Where'd you start? Um, the last one I was, bringing friends from out of town. We went to Good Food. They were closed for renovations oh. that evening. And then, so we went to Flower Shop. Yes. Nice. And Flower Shop was like, yeah, Custom Shop is out of power, so we're moving all of our res- reservations over here. We're not taking walk-ins tonight. Oh, my like, gosh. Okay, cool. <laughs> Your so progressive like, dinner was very progressive, <laughs> but there's no eating. Yeah. So we're like, all right, we'll walk up the hill through Parkour Shopping Center and go to Co. So yeah. we ate at Co. We just ate every single, every single like appetizer thing they had on the menu, plus a few other things, and it was pretty delicious. Then after that, we went to Legion in Plaza Midwood, had a beer. Then we went to Common Market um, and hung out there, had a beer. It's always great people watching oh, at yeah. Common Market. Yes. And they don't. They don't let. The they don't like the me. They don't like me there. We're like not a, like they. Whenever we walk in, there's they just a lot know of like they're like, hey, you don't belong here. <laughs> just get the fuck out. You're the only ones then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're the only ones who don't belong. Everyone yeah. else yeah. is welcome. <laughs> Literally, they're like, you're just you. Yeah. We just hang our heads because there's there. a dude <laughs> in like a black skirt with a sword. He's then, welcome. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's. I think he's like the mayor. Yeah. <laughs> And then yeah, he uh, decreed we couldn't come in. Did he knight you? <laughs> no, I wasn't gonna unsheath that thing. <laughs> I went over to Workman's Friend. Um, so it's more of a drinking tour. We started with a food tour that wasn't really a food tour because there's no food on it till the end of it, and then uh, turned it into a drinking tour after that. Yeah, where'd you eat? Uh, Workman's Friend is where we ended up eating. They have um, some great savory stuff. Super savory, yeah. Yeah, um, but that was. That was good. Uh, we've before that I did Barcelona and Superica back to back. A couple cocktails of Barcelona. I've never been to Barcelona. Charcuterie and then. Um, so when people ask me about restaurants, it's hard because most of them have never had a full. Meal. I like it though. I think that's kind of. I think it's a very European way of doing things, and I like. I, I like that. I like kind of hopping around, making a night like. Not committed. Trying different much. things. Yeah, no now commitment. People say that I'm being impatient. I'm like, no, no, no. That's what they do in Europe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's very European. Say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you even been to Barcelona? <laughs> That's all you have to say. <laughs> the one in South End, that Barcelona. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So, who are your biggest influences in the chef world? Is it your namesake, Dan Barber? <laughs> Uh, I did used to research him a lot when I was first starting the food truck. Um, and I do, I almost always, when I need to f- come up with a recipe, I almost always look back at Thomas Keller's books. Mm. I mean, even though it's mostly like classical French stuff, it is the right way to do everything. And there's so many things that just go, that should go back to how things are supposed to be done. And then just put your own spin on it. Um, plus, there's so much fat, butter, and like salt in French food. It's always so good. Yeah, it's got to be good. <laughs> um, so I usually take a, uh, some of that. And then the, my executive chef, when I was at Carmel Country Club, he, was, he mainly did Italian cuisine. And whether 
whether you knew he was doing Italian cuisine or not, he was like every single dish he did was a little bit Italian influence. So, um, I take a lot of, uh, a lot of inspiration from like French and Italian cooking and then try to apply that to Southern ingredients. Um, that's kind of how, really how I, how I come up with recipes is I take all the books that I actually like looking through and I like respect the recipes and things in it. I just thumb through them as fast as I can. And I try to like think about, I can see images and like words that will will pop up. And I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. And I write it all down in like a big word cloud. And I just start circling things. And then that's how recipes and dishes start forming. I love that process. That's pretty cool. That's really cool. Yeah, just like flashing on the images and seeing what pops up. Yeah. It's way easier than thinking about it. <laughs> well, that's a lot of pressure. Like sit down and be like, I'm going to build a menu or build a dish. Reading's you know? hard too, you know? Like yeah. you just like flip through the pictures and you see a it's couple things better. and then, yeah. I like that. So, I so many people say Thomas Keller's like... Yeah, I know. We've heard that The French lot. Laundry Cookbook is... It's like the Bible for a lot of chefs. French Laundry and the... I like Bouchon Cookbook a lot too. It's, uh, it's more like... It's more basic cooking more accessible, things. Yeah. And... Um, so I originally wanted to make the cafe like really nice, like really nice food. And I was like, wait a minute, we don't have a full kitchen there. So I can't do that. Um, and like our, our kitchen at the cafe is smaller than what our food truck was. Wow. So there's like nothing. It is. A, it seems like a small back space there. back there. I'm always trying to peer back in there. Yeah. Whatever you can, whatever you can see. It's always see, snooping around. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> that's pretty much it. There, there's no like. Back. extra yeah. room or like walk-in cooler yeah, or anything it. like that so that's what you see there's that so we do most of our prep at the catering kitchen we have a prep cook who stays at the catering kitchen preps stuff for the cafe and drives it over to the cafe and okay. stocks them up and then does it does it over again the next day that's cool doing oysters and pearl sandwich <laughs> <laughs> think about it i'm just saying all right i want to know what's worse um was it country club the country club people or bridezillas? <laughs> mm. This is a this is a really good question. Wow, <laughs> best question you've ever asked. Yeah. <laughs> On point today. I would say it's not. It's never the brides. Oh, well, I won't say it's, it's the ne- moms. Uh, yeah, I was, I was gonna say I, I won't say it's never the brides, but it's usually the moms In or like space. or super opinionated aunt. Oh, something okay. like that. Yeah. Um, not the dad. <laughs> the the dads that do get involved, eventually it's like, all right, man, you got to just, you got to step aside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're just complicating things. You don't, you're out of no, the way. You have no idea what you're doing. You're not helping. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the country club people were actually, the ones at Carmel Country Club were fantastic. They and weren't sending things back and like, you know. They were like, <laughs> so many of them are still... This is probably why I'm saying this in case they're all listening. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> we have a big, we There's actually big normally, Country yeah, we normally following. broadcast from Carmel Country yeah. Club. <laughs> so, but yeah, the, a lot of them are still our, like the people that I formed relationships with there are still our clients today, like to this day. So that was you for probably like 12 years ago. So awesome. Yeah. Carmel's a really nice country club. It is a nice one. Yeah. And it's not super stuffy. I feel like no, they just keep country putting, clubs go. They just keep putting money and money and money into it to make it like more yeah, and more really nice. fun. Yeah, it is a fun. Is, it has like a fun vibe. If only we could afford a country club one day. <laughs> the country club. Carmel Country is like the nicest golf they're course. They're so outrageous. Once I saw, like, I had no idea. I was like a couple thousand. Like once I nah. read that, like when the, I guess it was the agenda posted all of the, the prices. It blew my mind. Yeah, like an entry fee, like over 50. Like, yeah. Just come in here with 50 grand. We'll give you a. Well, give you the, and then you still got to pay every month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You had to pay fifty thousand, and then you get to pay a thousand dollars. Yeah, you a month. get the privilege to pay thousands of dollars every month with your fifty thousand dollars. Sounds good, actually. Yeah. What a country club? No, or, spending money like that. Yeah, just like letting it ride. Sure. On NPR that today there was this thing about how billionaires don't know how to spend their money. We could help them. <laughs> Join 10 country clubs. Yeah. All right. So we do a recurring segment called the best thing you ate this week. So it can be the best thing you drank this week. You can pick two things. We're not too, you pick, you know, we're not too picky. It can be something you made, something you had out, you know. So the best thing I ate this week mm-hmm. yes. was lasagna that my mom made. Oh. oh. That's a great answer. Yeah. 
So my mom came in town this week uh, to help us with our, we have a five-month-old baby. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, and congratulations. Thanks, appreciate it. Wow. And you're the father. Yep. Pretty okay, sure. Cool. For sure. Oh, for sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> boy or girl? A uh, little boy named Ronan. Ronan. Oh, that's oh, a great Irish, name. right? Yep. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, his... Uh, I am a strong name. I got a substantial amount of Irish on my side, and my wife has a ton of Irish on hers. She's, I guess she would be second, second generation or third generation uh, from like living in her grandmother came from Ireland, and her grandfather's father came from Ireland. So they really haven't been here that long. That's well, awesome. thank you for being here on a Sunday with a brand new baby at home. My gosh. <laughs> that's, no, grandma's there. She's still there. Yeah, okay, so she came there. in this week. Yeah, she came in this week and hung out and uh, was like, I'm going to make lasagna tomorrow. And I was like, that sounds great. So she made she made lasagna and we ate it Was it Was yesterday. it a meat lasagna or was it cheese? Yeah, it was, meat, it was like sausage and beef combination. Yes. Oh, that's how I do wow. it too. Italian sausage. We're coming layers. over tonight. <laughs> it's, it, it's all gone. I ate, it for, <laughs> I ate it for breakfast and a little bit of it for lunch and then the remainder of it for dinner yesterday. Oh, it sounds so good. That's awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Moms so, yeah. make the best red sauce. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> Mine's never as good. That's like my mom never cooked, but she always made really That's good That's because they always sneak sauce. in a little bit of jarred sauce. Oh, totally. She did. <laughs> There's some ragu involved and you need it. It adds a little something. I don't know. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. What's the best thing you ate this week? Oh my gosh! Well, we've been moving. I don't even know, honestly, like who I. How am many or fights where have I we am. had this week? We're like, it's so stressful. <laughs> I I read that like moving is more stressful than divorce, um, and I've done both. And I'd say yeah, <laughs> moving's worse. This is a big move too. Uh, so, but anyway, um, I don't know. What did we eat? God, probably the chipotle we had last night that we had after a giant fight when we were <laughs> starving. <laughs> it wasn't you stormed out of that? Uh, what store are we in? Oh, yeah. The container store. You stormed <laughs> out of the container store. God, I this is like, how old we are. I was like... <laughs> I cannot buy the shelf right now. I'm going to Chipotle. <laughs> well, I said, let's go eat first at the food court and then go to the container store. And he was like, no, the container store is right here. Like, we're walking through it. Let's just go to the container store first. And then we're talking about shoe racks. And I almost started to cry. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I just have to eat. I can't do this right now. And we're like talking to a lady. I was like, ma'am, I'm sorry. Thank you. We'll be right back. <laughs> so yeah, that was a really good Chipotle. Honestly, I haven't eaten anything good. <laughs> <laughs> what about Waffle House? Oh, that was, I felt like such a <laughs> trash can after we <laughs> We moved to Rock Hill and there's not a lot of options in Rock Hill. We went Hill. to Walmart and the Waffle House within 24 hours. So, you know, we moved to yeah. South Carolina. Like we made yeah. it official. So yeah, we had hash browns. It was a mistake. Isn't there a Rock Hill breakfast spot opening uptown? Yeah, the yolk. So the that yolk. was the yolk. And that's yeah, the exactly yolk is what really I said good. yesterday when we were driving around looking for food. I'm like, thanks, Greg Coyer. <laughs> yeah, the yolk. If you've never been to the yolk, fantastic. You should definitely Like, I there. need him there because they like, they brought, you know, like, otherwise it's just chains and a lot of chains in Rock Hill. There's a couple, like, the flip side's pretty good. There's a good barbecue place called Dipsy Pig. Yeah, there is. Which is barbecue. pretty good. But then it's like. A lot of chilies, <laughs> Applebee's. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, my answer's so bad, but I really enjoyed that Chipotle. It gave me, it gave me life. What it's did cool. you? What Not a you? sponsor could be anything oh, that brings it. you out of hangry. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's what he said. I started eating. He was like, "I think you were just hungry." He was scared, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, yes, I was." Well, she goes through these like periods where she won't eat for eight hours, and then she's like, "I'm so mad. I don't know why." It's like, okay, it's not that. It's He's like, obvious. "I have a guess." <laughs> yeah. Um, so yesterday I went to Lincoln's. Haberdashery. Oh my gosh. Do you ever go there? Yeah. Love Lincoln's. We live there. Um, under the counter. And they do a brioche donut every weekend. And this weekend's brioche donut was Earl Grey tea, chocolate, and boba. And it was really freaking good. Yeah, you didn't mention the boba. At first he was like, oh, I forgot I was about like, Earl it. Earl Grey. And then he posted a picture on Sky and Pancake on the, our Instagram. And I was like, there's boba inside the donut. You that forgot looks, to mention that's that? way better than how you what you told me about. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's you should have. Gotten I got her a full <laughs> like, cinnamon roll. I got I you like, a full cinnamon roll. They do have very good cinnamon rolls. Um, so yeah, like last week he got a cinnamon roll and didn't get me one, and that also caused an argument. So this week he brought home a she, cinnamon roll. Okay, but then week, I was like, but two what about weeks a donut? ago she's like, you bring back too many sweets. Stop bringing me sweets, <laughs> and then I don't bring them back. She's like, how dare you? 
Well, also, the other problem is I just want whatever you have. You know what I mean? Like, you had the cinnamon roll. I want the cinnamon roll. You had the donut, and I had FOMO on the donut. So yeah. whatever you order always looks good to me. Yeah. <laughs> but it was really good, right? I can't wait till we have a, a child. I'll eat whatever he's eating? No, it's oh. just going to be, like, even crazier. Is this your first child? It is. Is so it what, crazy? What's, like... Should we do it now? What, what's the deal? <laughs> Recommend? Thumbs up? Thumbs yeah. down? Yeah, I mean, go for it. You got the, no complaints? <laughs> nobody's, you're never going to have the time. Or the money. Like, or the money. Yeah. So just do it. Just, <laughs> just, just why not? And yeah, they smile not, and they smell good. And they're like they smell cute. good. They're adorable. Um, what's the cutest thing he's done so far? Um, this is our other podcast, uh, <laughs> What Babies Are Like. <laughs> what babies are like that's so the, a really good the name. cutest thing he does is when he he just started eating like baby food so we started making him baby food and do you make it best baby yeah. food in town oh chef you makes should, the baby that's food. what you could do too sell jarred baby food yeah the only thing is i thought about that i was like oh man we'll totally sell this at the cafe in the little yeah cold case and people will buy it and i was like you know what we'll do we'll call it sprouts Oh, roots and sprouts. <laughs> oh my God, I love that. I love it so much. But then I figured out that baby food uh, is like, babies are only on baby food for like a couple of months and then they just start eating regular food. They're not that. a captive audience. No, they're moving they're on. Yeah, it's to like, Cheerios. A very, and it's so easy to make. You just like boil up, you just boil some carrots and then throw them in a blender. It's like done. There's yeah. no flavor. Like, yeah, yeah. I can't they flavor can't have it salt. up. <laughs> yeah. So does he like hold the spoon? He can't hold a spoon. He, like, he does grab the spoon, but oh, then wow. the spoon just like. He tries to put it in his mouth, but the food is like, he's, he smears it all over. He's like, it's supposed to go in this area. Face. I mean, I know this is a podcast, but just to, yeah, just, but we want just to see describe it. it, I have to show yeah. you oh, yeah. a picture. Because oh, time's up. <laughs> I want to see a picture of baby. With food we'll post this. On, we'll, well, I don't know if we'll post this baby. That's how Jason eats too, to be honest. Yeah, I spill stuff all over myself. He's like, been posted... On Instagram, so, so he's a famous already. We'll post them on. Th- well, you don't know if they want their baby posted on the internet, like, like by us. Well, that's that's what have, I'm saying. I know, but by us, with your with your bad reputation. Yeah, this is generally this is like generally uh, yes. the amount of food that is. Okay, this is a baby with a bunch of food on his face. Some, some on <laughs> And let some me tell you, head. it's pretty adorable. It's on his head? Oh, oh yeah. Jason, some of stop hogging the baby some, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to describe okay, it to our ahead. listeners. Um, he's wearing, is that an ACDC t-shirt? I can't tell. <laughs> I don't it's think sweet, so. Sweet, sweet t-shirt. He, he, massive arms, like definitely lifting. Has he been lifting? Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Spoon. And he looks, he looks very happy. I've never seen anyone this happy. Yeah. He says, my dad's a great chef. <laughs> yeah. Look at oh that. My God. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> The look of joy. Okay, we're gonna have we're gonna have a child tonight. All right, (laughs) you've convinced us. This is awesome. You guys gonna have more? (laughs) I don't know yet. We're still waiting waiting for this one to sleep through the night. See how it pans out. (laughs) Yeah, just when he sleeps through the night, that's when you have the next. Once you get old, it's like people. All they ask you is, "Are you having kids? When are you having them? Are you having another one?" Oh yeah. I just make that worse. I just keep asking it myself. (laughs) But eventually, it starts to get to you. Like I don't know. Yeah, I've heard my mom like on the phone all the time. She's like, Oh, you just had a grandkid. I hope that happens to me soon. <laughs> like all the time. Like, like she says it really loud. She's like, Oh, you had a grandkid. I hope that happens. Well, especially like around like just this time we've been married like two or, you know, two and a half, three years. Like we're old and yeah. everyone's just watching. You're like, I don't feel well. Everyone's like, ah, <laughs> you're like, I've gained five pounds. They're like, uh Oh, <laughs> why don't you have a drink? <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Actually, it's just cause I'm hungover. Just, yeah. Not drinking today. <laughs> uh Oh, and they're all like making eyes, not drinking, huh? <laughs> it's yeah. annoying. I just saw you look at my uterus. Don't look over here. I don't even know where your uterus is. <laughs> you know what South Carolina said said was? Don't have sex. That's no, all I know. That's really sad. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on with us yeah, today. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been Chef great. Greg. And everyone go check out Roots. Okay, where where can we find Roots on the interwebs? Uh, or roots you? on... I'm super hard to find on the internet because oh I didn't have any of the social medias before Roots. You're on the dark web, though? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Pirate find web. You there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Roots Cafe is at um, Roots Cafe CLT, and then Roots Catering is at Roots underscore catering. Um, and if roots, you're interested catering. in catering, you just go to the website? You just go to the website, fill out a form, or Google Roots Catering, give us a call. Either way. And we will get you taken care of. We do 
everything and everything anything everything and anything we do like small parties of 10 or 20 and then we do parties for like two or three thousand people and coming soon funerals <laughs> yeah just Maybe. give us a call <laughs> and go to roots and get the blt do it or get the belt i'm getting the breakfast pastrami sandwich yeah. like this week it is a fortifying brunch or lunch that's good for moving days when you need some Great extra for energy. Yeah. Great for yelling at your spouse. Yeah, if you need to have a really <laughs> big fight, you're going to want... You're going to want to get that energy. Roots, yeah. It's big enough where you can just eat half and then throw the other half of it at your spouse. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and you and the oh bacon will hit so hard and maybe like you can still eat it. I want to throw a sandwich <laughs> at you. I've never tried that. It's a great idea. Thank Honestly, you. I wish you would because then it's more things I can eat. Well, normally just catch it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just Reassemble. Put it back together. That's the only time <laughs> I have good you. reflexes. Well, normally I am like, just eat half, save the other half for later. I'll tell you your BLT got me. I, I ate most of the second half and then I wanted to die. <laughs> I just, I can't, and I, we had avocado toast too, but that's how good it was. Like I ate past my comfortable level because it was that tasty. That's good. Yeah. It's a, it's a really good sign. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Everyone go to roots and have a great week. Everyone have a great week. Cheesy pastrami.